0: Today we bring back the beard guy himself, Norm Ferrar, who's going to give us tons of unique strategies on press releases, Google business profiles, and much more. How cool is that? Pretty cool I think. What happens when you've grown your Amazon business as much as you can and don't have the time or resources to take it to that next level? Well, that's where Thrasio comes in. Thrasio acquires category-leading FBA brands from small business owners just like you, and they specialize in taking your brand to new heights while you profit from the growth. With more than a 1,000 experts at the top of their field in brand management, growth marketing, creative, and supply chain, Thrasio's operating team can grow your business exponentially. Find out today how you can make Tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not more, when your business is managed by Thrasio's expert team. Visit thrasio.com/slash helium10 to connect with Thrasio. That's T-H-R-A-S-I-O.com/forward slash helium10. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that's a completely BS-free, unscripted and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the Amazon or Walmart world. We've got one of the most serious sellers out there, Norm Farrar, coming uh, to us from Canada. Norm, how's it going? Very cold. Very cold, I imagine. What, What is the temperature over there?
1: Uh, actually today it's not too bad but it was ranging between this is Celsius minus uh-huh. 30 minus 16 minus 30. To, oh my yeah. goodness so today's around minus five I think
0: today is very cold here you see I have my serious Sellers podcast hoodie on uh very cold for us here in in California is is about 10 Celsius it's about um you know 50 degrees that's like hoodie weather out here but that, that's t-shirt weather for you guys uh, up there right
1: Take the knife out of my back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, here we're not here to, to debate where's the better weather. I think everybody knows Southern California is is really great. But, um, well, I want to talk about a variety of topics today because sure. this is now like a, I believe you're one of the few who have who have been on here three times. You know, we have people on. We try and have them once a year, and so this is Norm's third time. And and if I recall correctly, uh, the first time we, we really went deep into amazon post which was amazing so i definitely want to follow up to see what's going on there uh, another time we talked about things like google my business and um and uh you know uh, press releases and things like that maybe follow up a little bit there but then first of all i want to switch gears you know we just launched uh project w right on youtube you know which is you know for, for those who don't know w stands for walmart you know we had project x which is how to get your product started on amazon and what myself and and, and um and Tim Jordan had the idea let's do something for Walmart but this this one didn't involve me cuz I really don't sell on Walmart so we, we had Kerry, our other evangelist here um you know go with Tim Jordan and do a full series on like how to take your Amazon products and, and get them going on on Walmart so if you guys are uh, have not seen that yet just make sure to go to the healington youtube channel and And then, just start with episode one, and start binge watching uh, those. There'll be great information. But you know i I know in the last year, Normie, you've been doing a lot of experiments. You've been doing a lot of 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 testing a lot in your community have on Walmart. So I thought we'd take the first few minutes here talking about what's working, what's not working on Walmart. Some insights. you can share some
1: strategies. Sure. So one of the things and you know carrie and and Tim uh, probably covered this. But the first thing is you really want to make sure you set up your application properly. Uh, so many sellers, you know, try to uh, get onto Walmart and we hear complaints. We hear, oh, I can't get on. It's taking forever. They are getting much better at it. And this is if you're going through walmart.com and, and trying to uh, get on. But the way to do it is to do it through an app like Shopify or PayPal or Deliver and let uh, walk through the process there. But when you do that, uh, Tim and I did a, a video about the application process. There's a few trick questions there. You know, do you have a warehouse outside of the U.S.? We found that if some people say yes, um, that's a trip-up question. You know, so uh, just say no. It, it's it's a little white lie, but in this, if you are selling in Canada or you know Mexico, but if you are, just just say no. Uh, they're looking for U.S. suppliers. Uh, the other thing is. Uh, the U.S. shop or the uh, Amazon shop. Uh, if you've got an Amazon storefront, they're looking for a very specific URL, and it could trip you up. So, just a- again, probably the best thing to do is just look for that application video that uh, th- that was put out, and I'm sure is covered in detail uh, with Project W.
0: Okay. Now, um, speaking of the international thing. I think one of the most common questions I see in like a Facebook group, and we have a, a, a Facebook group now for for Walmart sellers, is called uh, Helium Ten Winning with Walmart. But are sellers based out of the country? What are the requirements? Like, do they need to have a U.S. based LLC, or yeah. or w- w- what what do they need to have in order to sell on on the Walmart America website?
1: Okay, so I'm I've just gone through this with one of our clients. Uh, so uh, this client is in Europe. Uh, one problem was. He uh, it was foreign based. He got rejected the first time around. So what he did is he came over here and he started an LLC. However, when he got his EIN, he made a mistake. Uh, the EIN did not match his LLC address, so it got rejected again. Now the beautiful part about Walmart is if you get rejected, there is an appeal process, and usually it's pretty simple. Something that you know you just. Um, look through, you know, the video, and it'll probably clear it up in two seconds. It's probably a box that you checked wrong, mm-hmm. but uh, in this case, it was because Amazon, uh, Walmart checks if the ma- if the don't match up, you're not going to get on. So they are still, and it's getting better, but they are still looking for proven brands that uh, that have that are on Amazon or on Shopify within. Uh, US, not even Canada, within the US. So okay. if you have a W9 form with an EIN, great. If you have a W eight, then you're you might have some issues.
0: Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. Very common question out there because everybody's, yeah. you know, I, I yeah. wouldn't want to call it a bandwagon, but figuratively jumping on the bandwagon at Walmart and as well they should because it's a great opportunity. And there's a lot of Amazon sellers who are not based in the USA. So 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 they're curious how to um uh, sign up. Now what Project W is mainly about, and this was by design, what was the first no-brainer aspect of selling on Walmart, which is if you're already selling on Amazon, you've got your product uh, here in the country. You might as well switch over to, uh, not switch, but, but but you know, put your listings on Walmart. You've got your inventory domestically already and, and you know what's working, what's not working. You've got the Helium 10 tools uh, in order to look at what's the keywords, which is all, not always the same on Amazon versus Walmart, but it's a no-brainer, you know, to not have to Start from square one to develop a product, and then six months later, you get it on, on Walmart. Now, that being said, it's not just uh, taking your products that are already successful on Amazon and moving it to Walmart. So so let's talk a little bit about what we don't have yet in season one, at least, of Project W, which is some other scenarios where perhaps you you, you are an Amazon seller, but maybe you start a product that's only on Walmart, Um or, or maybe you're from Shopify and you started Walmart. Talk about some of the other personas uh, on who, other than just existing successful Amazon sellers, can be selling on Walmart.
1: Well, Amazon – and this could be uh, – there could be uh, different – options out there that, that Walmart's looking for. But first of all, you've got to fit into what they're looking for. It's not like Amazon where everybody can just flock into it or you can open up a Shopify store. They are looking for more of a seasoned brand or a brand that can meet their standards or their requirements. Interesting fact that uh, the, Walmart, um, the typical Walmart buyer is a a middle to upper income uh, purchaser, which kind of surprised me. I, I was very surprised when I when I saw that. It's, it's not low bottom discount. Uh, it's in that uh, middle to upper income category. Now, there is a major component here that a lot of Amazon people will get tripped up on and they won't know what hit them. And that's the same with Shopify. That's why I'm feeding it in here. If you are copying over your Shopify listing, if you're doing that with Walmart, if you're doing that with any other platform, you're not going to get as ranked as well as if you have unique content on there. We're doing this like today, we're writing 10 listings that are on Amazon that we're changing over to uh, to Walmart. And that's because, and you you have to look at what Walmart is looking for. It's a different platform. The title structure. It has to fall in to the way that Walmart's looking for. They're not looking for long titles. They're looking for a very specific title. Mm-hmm. Their bullets are set up differently. Their attributes are different. So very similar to um, Amazon where you want to fill in, especially with a flat file, all the the the, um, the fields. Same thing over here. Um, mm-hmm. So if you are bringing something over from Shopify, make sure it's different. Now, who... Uh, I would take a look. I I I just purchased some um, beard beard oil. There. Why would you need that? I, no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it just arrived. It just came in. It doesn't sell on Amazon. So hmm. this product would probably be an. And I've talked to this company saying, "I love your beard oil. You gotta, you know, get on Amazon or Walmart." And they want to be a Shopify product, but this would probably be something that the uh, Walmart team would go out, look at, and probably say, be a good fit. Yeah. You know, because it's got the branding. They're looking for a brand, right? They're looking for somebody that looks like they can service the Walmart consumer, very similar to Amazon, to give them a proper and great customer experience.
0: Yeah, makes sense. Um, And, you know, I've I've said this a million times, like that's the – one of my biggest goals of, of if I were to, you know, when I start on Walmart and I have started selling on Walmart now, but uh, I don't, I don't personally have this goal because I don't have the time to, to see it through, but if you've got a, a, a brand or a product that, would make sense to be in a brick and mortar store you know like walmart in the future that's like it's a great path you know crush on amazon show that you're a legit business walmart.com accepts you now start crushing it on walmart.com guess what now all of a sudden you have an advantage over somebody coming off the street trying to pitch walmart brick and mortar the walmart sales team there hey bring bring this product in you can say hey look i'm crushing it on walmart.com The next step is like, maybe have it be a fulfilled by Walmart where they might actually purchase it from you. And then the next step after that is getting it into Walmart stores. And and I've gone through that process at other companies I worked at years, you know, way before I was uh, in in Helium 10. And it's, it's just mind boggling the amount of business you can do with just one SKU, you know, this one company I worked at, they were doing tens of millions of dollars because you get one SKU in each, each store, you know, we're talking hundreds and hundreds of stores are, are, are buying, you know cases uh every couple weeks i mean you guys can do the math it's actually way more than you probably would do on amazon if you can get it uh into the stores and you're not having to pay for advertising a whole bunch of stuff so that's like another great uh another great path now you talked about how how walmart does want to see some kind of you know they, they don't want just somebody new off the street you know like amazon could you know i could just have never sold one thing online and then start a professional account and be approved in a couple of hours but is there any kind of threshold that that you've seen in your, in your experience on like when I should feel comfortable to show my website or to show my, my, um, my Amazon account to Walmart to apply, you know, like obviously if it's a website, they can't really tell if it's selling or not. So could I theoretically make a Shopify website and and then just that looks professional and they would accept that? Or, or do they actually want to see some proof of, of sales?
1: I think they're going to dig into it. I can't tell you for sure, but my gut is. And from what I understand, they do more research. They're going to go and mm-hmm. check out your Shopify store. They might even check out your social media. They're looking at different micro brands. So, and again, a micro brand, you might be selling a hundred thousand dollars a month. You're not a brand, you're a micro brand. Yeah. And so they're, they're looking at these quality micro brands, how you look to the public. Again, it comes back to the customer experience. So I don't know, but if I had a two and a half star average rating on Amazon or on Shopify, or, <laughs> mm-hmm. I wouldn't be pitching, you know, yeah, um, yeah. If, if you've got good quality and they will check out, that's why they ask you um, on your application, what other marketplaces are you selling in? So they can go and investigate. So I would definitely um, make sure that my star ratings are great. Or my ratings are great, that there's proper high quality um, copy images. That's what they're looking for. Even if you don't have a ton uh, and they, they can easily find out and anybody can easily find out the traffic and the metrics for, you know, any Shopify store. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know if you have to have a ton of sales hmm. in Definitely. my eyes. I, I think I could probably launch something. I could probably be out there for a few months have a, you know, quality, have a phone number, have an email or contact, have a refu- refund policy, everything that you need for online sales so you don't look like a schlump.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, so Walmart, guys, again, you know, if you're not selling on Walmart and you are selling on Amazon, you know, I'm not saying that every single person should be. I'm sure there's some 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 strange scenarios where you might not be. But if you're established on Amazon, you got a successful product, there's very few reasons that you shouldn't be selling uh, on walmart um so so be, be sure to check it out and if you're not sure where to begin like i said go to project w uh on youtube and or, or if you're a helium 10 member it's going to be in freedom ticket soon you'll be able to to get information on that now um you know one thing that that you've always t- you know talked about before that that's pretty unique that i would say 99 percent of people do not talk about it is is press releases and, yeah. and i'm just wondering are you still involved in that and if so like what's working and not working or some some recent examples you can give us on why you think people still should use press releases uh, for their Amazon products?
1: Absolutely. So it, it's changed over the years. Uh, the type of press release that we were using in the past, for the most part, uh, was called a social media press release. These are press releases that go out to all the media outlets. And they also go out to some bloggers and influencers, but also to different um, also, through social sharing. So, it's a fairly inexpensive press release. They run from $50 to about $150, maybe $300 at the very max. What we've done now is we've created uh, something that is a much higher level press release. So, the press release is also linked to content. I'll give you an example. So, let's go talk about bully sticks. So let's say that I, I, I write a blog article. The blog article has gotta be really great content, 1500 words or so. The, um, the blog article should have some images, paragraphs really short. Um, you might wanna do, this is kind of cool, a YouTube video that kind of explains that blog article, just a short one, so you get the juice from that as well. You embed it into your blog article. And this might be five reasons why, uh, five reasons why elderly dogs need bully sticks or the benefits of bully sticks, you know, something, some type of hook to get them to read it. And you also have the information that's this, all this information is going to be on your, um, on your blog. Okay. Mm -hmm. Or on your website. Now, once that's published, then you go to a distribution syndication, uh, company, and you blast it out. So now that one blog article, very similar to a press release goes out to all these um, media companies. Now this is where the magic happens. You go to a higher end press release and you don't have to buy 20, you know, you could buy one or two or one a week over the launch period. You pay between 500 and $1,500. It's expensive, but you buy that and you link it, and you you talk about the uh, natural organic bully sticks uh, have proven um, health benefits for elderly dogs. And now all of the information that you have about your website, your social media, um, you make it a newsworthy article. But the actual link links back to your blog article, and then you blast it out. Now you've got the power of the press release; it's linked. To your um, news article or sorry, your blog article, and that YouTube video is in both. So mm-hmm. it's just content. And that's all I'm doing. The other thing that's that's unique is just content in general. We're going out there and we're becoming authorities. That's all I want to do. When I launch a product, I want to become the authority in that niche. It might be a bit of an uphill battle, like if you're doing supplements, but if you're doing plastic shoe stretchers and you've got the best one out there. You could be the authority. Well, how do you do that? Get the content out there, high quality, well written, not, you know, a half a penny a word. Quality. You don't have to do it every day, once a week, once a month. Just be consistent. Same thing with the press releases. Just. Keep them going. Keep them going out there. Or you could do small video clips. You know, just just repurpose the content. Repurpose the content on all your social media platforms. So if you've got a press release, why not share it on Facebook or on Pinterest or on whatever? Um, I wouldn't... I, the video on Pinterest, I wouldn't do so much the press release, but you could, we've done that in the past, but all of your social media should have, should have access to those two um, blog and the blog and the press release. It, it, it works. It works. Especially if you're tying it in to a niche, you're tying it mm-hmm. back. Oh, I should have, I should have mentioned this by the way, The I'm getting old. You have to have the link back to either your Amazon product, right? And don't be playing around with it, just a raw link like second paragraph, but for more information, there's your link. Have mm-hmm. it click back, go over to your store, go over to your Shopify store if that's where you're selling. Most people are going to have it go back to their product listing.
0: Okay. Now, what have you been seeing as far as, you know, how does this helping around initial launch? Like does it help at all with with keyword ranking and things like that? You know, now that's on the minds of so many people, because, you know, the, the traditional things that people would do, you know, search, find, buy and two step URLs and things like that are, are no longer allowed to be used on Amazon. So so can this help with that?
1: Absolutely. Uh, so you don't forget, you've got keywords that are within the press release. Press release goes out to authority sites. Now, there's uh, you're not going to get a ton of traffic. That's not what it is. But guess what? There's going to be links going back to your product listing. So that's that's one thing. And then when you're doing the um the content marketing. Okay. Uh this is going to confuse people. I don't want it to confuse people, but it's probably <laughs> going to go to the next topic. Um Google Business Profile is the hottest thing right now. If you don't have business profile a uh, business Google Business Profile, which mm-hmm. used to be Google My Business.
0: Now mm, they've okay. changed the
1: name. If you are not doing it, you are missing out on a ton of free traffic, um, a ton of clickless searches. So and do you know what, I, have you ever heard of a clickless search?
0: No. What is a clickless search?
1: Haven't. So this is something that Google does. If I'm selling chef knives and I have um, a content piece about a um, eight inch chef knife. And I put images within that content piece, okay, about eight-inch chef knives. And in that piece, you're talking about how an eight-inch Damascus steel chef knife is great for cutting sushi. It's a great carving knife. It's a great... Google starts to pick up that there's other keywords in there. And when you publish it from Google My Business or Google Business Profile, they're going, oh, it's relevant for those keywords without trying to rank for those keywords if it's relevant enough all of a sudden you're going to get some juice from that and if you do it two or three times now when people type on google carving knife well all of a sudden you're appearing uh damascus steel knife now you're appearing you never ranked for it the beauty is when you go and you have that content Not only is it found on your website or your Shopify site, you can put all your posts, 100% of your posts, through Google My Business, and they'll index. So now you're starting to see under Damascus. I showed you this before, Bradley, where I had two pages of uh, search terms, and they were all for bully sticks. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I owned 19 spots. (sighs) I owned 19 spots of Google Uh because... Uh I was just hitting it with bloggers and influencers were writing for it. I had images up there. I had old press releases from 2016, but this is all through Google my business and it's, it's now for brands. You can create in Google my business mm-hmm. an area that you have for category and products or services. You can add your products there and you could say like, okay, um, uh, uh, chef's uh, chef knives, and you can have different chef knives. Those can not only go to your um, your Shopify store, your Walmart store, and your Amazon store. When somebody types it in, it's automatically going to be posted where it, you know where you see the Google Shopping. Well, yeah. Guess what? They're there now. And it's free. It's absolutely free. Nobody is do- 3% of businesses were using Google My Business. I don't know what the percentage of brands are. I've been telling people about this forever. And especially now, since last year when they allowed brands to go onto Google My Business, I, I'm going to keep saying that, but it's Google Business Profile. They just changed okay. the bloody name. And it's so powerful.
0: So, okay walk me through then, you know, I'm here listening to this podcast and, and I've got, you know, Manny's mysterious oddities as my brand, um, -hmm. or my business, maybe I have a business entity, like what's the steps you know, I have to have it connected to a Gmail account. And then what website do I go to, 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 to apply for this? Um, what's the process like? Can you just talk us through a little bit of that?
1: It's so simple. So all you have to do is you can just type it in, a Google My Business or Google Business Profile. Either way, it will get you back to the page. It'll ask you to um, get started. You get started. So if, you, if you're if you working with um, Workspace, uh, you can easily get to it by, uh, you know, those little icons on the top right, um, drop down and just click the little business icon. But if you don't have a Google Workspace, just go into Google or Chrome or whatever you're using, type in that. It'll take you over. It'll say, start your profile, and it'll walk you through it. It's going to ask you for your logo. It's going to ask you for the name of your company. And then once you log in, it's a little bit intimidating, but it shouldn't be. Just go through one by one. So it's going to ask you, well, first of all, it's going to ask you, you have to verify. Mm -hmm. Okay. Most people get tripped up there and they want to phone uh, Google to verify. That used to be the easiest way. Um, We found... Over COVID, it's easier to have the postcard sent to you. And so once it comes, it's going to give you a code, and you have to punch it in, and now you're good to go. So that could take 10 days. It could take a little bit longer than that. It might be quicker, but do it that way. Do not worry. If you're working out of your house, I'm working out of my house, Mm -hmm. you put your house, don't try to trick them, because you'll just be rejected. So I'm working out of my house and this is why um, it's now for brands. I can click a button and say, don't show my address. Then you can get started. You put all your business information. It's going to ask you for a short description, long description. It's going to ask you to add your products and your service or products and categories. So you can take all of your photos of your different products and put it in there. You So let's say that you have um, a multi-purpose knife, Damascus knife, paring knife, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. you can Mm -hmm. add those four or five, but you can all, those are all going back to Amazon. Now, if you want, you can take those four or five and put them over to Shopify or over to Walmart. So it doesn't just say, go over to Amazon, which is very unique. And this all becomes part of Google images. So when somebody is searching Google images and they want to buy something, guess what your product could show. Um, the next thing that you want to do with this, so you're, you're adding all of this, you wanna add any videos that you have, any, um, any photos. So you can add photos of, uh, let's say you've gone to a, a restaurant and the chef is using the, your products, or it might be some sort of, um, uh, you, the chef tagged you, so you can take the information, take the photo, uh, of course, all legit, And then just write metadata on the back end and rename the file. So now you're renaming the file, your keyword, you know, a nine or eight inch Damascus steel knife with metadata in the back, Hmm. post it up to Google, Google, my business, it indexes 100% right away. Like it's 100% it gets indexed. Okay. So then you move on. You want, what about all your Facebook posts? You can add, Facebook post, you can actually have it. um, You can go in, create posts and have it go to Facebook or Twitter. I wouldn't recommend that. I'd recommend going over to Facebook or Twitter or TikTok or whatever and use, um, you're going to be asked to, where would you like this to be pointed? So it might be over to your Amazon store. It might be to your Shopify store that's called an anchor URL that's the most complicated thing you have to know about Google my business that anchor URL is where people are going to be pointed you got a Shopify store you have an Amazon store when you create Facebook um, posts all you want to do is let's say do, you do you have a really great video you throw it up there you write the caption and you have to make sure that your' anchor url is there anytime google sees your anchor url it's associating it with your google my business profile so hmm. now google sees and promotes your facebook post and facebook is out there on your timeline you know like when you promote or when you post that post so it's kind of like a double whammy and that's the same for tiktok instagram anything that you're doing so it it is so powerful, and everything that you post, the more that you post, the better it is. And I'll tell you another, this is just a little gold nugget. I bet you don't know this, but Google indexes your Gmail. What
0: okay. do you mean by that?
1: It, Google's algorithm picks up your email. Now, it's not going to publish it. It's not going to, but it's, if you have a Google workspace and you're publishing or you're sending out Google um, emails, okay, Google sees it. Now your, it, your email address, or you're talking about the content of your emails. They see it. They huh. see your email. And the trick that we have that we've just found out is let's say that you have a unique event going on for your product or something's happening. You've got a 10% deal going on in Amazon. Put your anchor, put that, um, you, you when you go, to um, uh, Google my business and you talk about posts, it's going to say, okay, what do you want to post? You'll put in your caption, you'll put in a picture. And if you don't want to send it to Facebook or Twitter, it'll give you a link. That link, put that into your Gmail. It's magic. Put that into your Gmail and you can make it into um, like a Bitly link or Uh, You know, any other type of uh, URL shortener, but you just have something there. Click here to see what's new with click here for a 10% promotion on. And Google's picking that up. You're using a Google tool. Every element that you're using with Google, they're giving you rewards for. Okay. Hmm. Even like uh, we talked the last time about a car dealership. And so here's an update on that car dealership. They were spending $55,000 a month on SEO. Okay. So yeah. somebody was getting 55 grand for getting this company. I believe it was in Seattle. That was the first one. So the Google, by using Google business profile, their SEO came down over a period of a year to a thousand dollars a month, same amount. One of the benefits that they had for getting indexed was they were using Google sheets and updating daily all the prices and google would come back re-index 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 this has worked so effectively with all the tools that google has like google sheets google uh, docs all the tools now um, they have seven car dealerships and it's seven thousand dollars a month each one of those dealerships we're paying fifty five thousand dollars wow. a month each that's crazy yeah
0: Man, so man, you see, uh, these are the kind of things I like talking to you about because these these are the kind of things that we don't really hear about. You know, um, people are using. I like these, uh, you know, under the radar strategies. Now, just in general, um, what's been working for you guys as far as launch? I'm assuming you've been using, you know, what you've been talking about so far. You know, be it press releases, be it uh, these Google strategies. But you know, for, for a lot of your students out there, or people in your community, what are you seeing since that terms of service change that's been working for people on, on getting to page one for for, for their main keywords? Like, uh, Is it just PPC or you guys have some other unique strategies? Is it a combination of all these things we've been talking about so far?
1: Well, I think it's pre-launch. Pre-launch is the keyword, right? So we want to make sure that we can at least look like authority. If it's a one-page website, if it's just building up and having 10 posts on some social media, it doesn't have to be on all social media, it could be just on one or two, but just getting something out there, getting that first press release out there, steering up the buzz. Now, if you do have, it's different that if you have that list or if you don't have that list, if you've already got that community built, that's one thing. If you don't and it's brand new and it's fresh, it's a lot tougher. So yes, you're correct. We would get that buzz going initially for the pre-launch. We would then go to uh, uh, our PPC and get that set up. And then what we're doing is we're lowering the price. We're either putting up a a very low digital coupon, lowering the price. Here's my trick there. Um, I use this with Dead Sea Mud. And um, uh, there's really on every listing, You've probably seen this. Is there's really three pricing structures. You've got the low level product cannibalization team that you know they just want to move volume. And this is a true um, case study I looked at was Dead Sea Mud, uh, $6.95 to 14.95, and it went from eight ounce to 16 ounce. Ridiculous. You know they were making pennies. So if you take a look at the second tier, it went from 30 to about almost 50 bucks. And all right, what's the difference? Slight difference in quality of packaging. The bottles or the amount was still the same. It's the third tier pricing is where I like to be at where it's, and this is with that Dead Sea Mud, Dead Sea Mud. It's nothing different than Dead Sea Mud. Okay. 70 bucks to $95. The $95 version was three and a half ounces, not 16 ounces. But the packaging, the imagery, the perceived value was, was that much higher. What I'll do is I'll come out with a high-end, high-quality product. I want to be at that tier. I want, like, if I can get the traffic coming over, so you have to do some research here, like what is that top tier actually making? Let's say it, it, it's favorable. Then what I'll do is if I want to hit an 85 or $90 range, I'll remove, or not uh, remove, I'll discount it down to middle to high second tier. So people are going to come to that listing. They're going to go, wow, this is, why isn't this up here? Or it'll see the slash through it. And wow, I'm getting, you know, a, a, a tier one, you know, the best tier. And I can do this middle tier. They'll buy that up left, right, and center. So, and I'll run that probably for weeks, if not a month, just to get traffic going. Also, we'll be driving traffic from either Facebook or TikTok or whatever. We're trying to get influen- influencers is the secret right now. You know, getting a good group of influencers um, that love your product. And then, you know, Paul Barron talks about brand ambassadors, you know, building them up to be the brand ambassador, and he's the king of that. So that's what we try to try to end up doing. But during this whole time, our goal from day one is to build up a community. Amazon wants a community. There's no doubt they're they're allowing us with posts and with um, your store and with live. They want you to build that community. Um, they are allowing you now. I don't know if you saw this. They they posted that. You have to have over a thousand um, followers to have the customer experience program. So right now the people who have it, have it, but they're making it a thousand people from what my understanding is you have to have a thousand followers for the general Amazon seller to go out there and use that. For, you have to be brand registered as well, but they want a community. Yeah. How easy is it to go out there, hit that button And just say, hey, I've got a new soap scent out there. You know, it's Mm -hmm, blueberry mm -hmm. or whatever it is. You know, now you're targeting not only your followers, but repeat customers all through Amazon. You know, and and this is a whole different strategy if I can get people over on my Shopify site, you know, and you can do a funnel or you can just do a a simple email over to people or SMS.
0: I like it. Now, um, you know, there's all all kinds of new things you know not just google not just shopify things even on amazon man amazon seems to be Putting the pedal to the metal with with trying to you know launch new analytics that people can use and and new ways to contact customers and I know there's you know now some things if you're doing post and and so uh, you know maybe just the last you know few minutes of this episode it's kind of like a rapid fire or thirty second tip session like what are some things that you think are are some quick strategies that people can use either with the Amazon post or 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 just anything else that we haven't talked about today Um, because that that's the beauty about having you on every time. I have you on here. You talk about stuff I had no idea even existed. So so no no pressure. You still have to come up with something new. This is your third time around, but I I have faith in you. you know, I, know, I know you can do it. So what are some, some new things, some strategies, some quick hitting ones that, that people should be using that you probably think that most people aren't doing right now?
1: Okay. So you mean I have to make it up again for the third time?
0: <laughs> <laughs> something new for the third time. Okay. Yep.
1: All right. So I still think that when you're doing, um, if you've got a new launch or if you've got an existing launch and you want to spritz it up a bit don't count out amazon posts so you need to get those posts up to three to five but immediately get 10 posts out there while you're doing that and i'll give you a great example if i'm doing knives on my insert going out to my knife who is your audience who can your audience be that can read or tag you Within, uh, within your niche. So for example, with a knife, target chefs, give them a, a bloody knife and ask them for their best recipe and an image of them holding up the knife. Now you can use that not only for a lifestyle image, but you've got something that's unique. Just And you can use this on Facebook or anything. If you bring out a Monday recipe, from chefs around the world or chefs across America and you can call it that, you know, chefs across America. Now, if I start seeing chefs across America, I know where you got it from, but, uh, (laughs) but you know, something that simple where you can get engagement, people want engagement. If you're, if you're just putting up crap, uh, you know, you're not going to get that engagement. Now, the other thing, so Sumner Hobart put this out. I watched his, uh, his video on posts. And it got me really going because I've I've known this, but he put out 10 posts, a bunch of posts about a year ago. He went back and he checked out his engagement and how many people actually clicked. He was shocked that over that period of the year, how many people, how many clicks he had over to his summary page. So that's probably one of the things that that I would do during the, the launch one of the things i'm not doing at all anymore uh and i was doing yeah oh well, uh, you know amazon if you're listening xnay but i was doing some uh some re- uh, rebates that was you know mm-hmm. a go to yeah uh,
0: I'm
1: not doing anything like that right of now at all course. i'm doing deep discounts if you want to drive traffic it's those deep discounts you can either put it into your coupon stack coupon stack uh most of the time, and I think it's the majority of the time I don't have the stats people don't even use that coupon if they're if you're giving a fifty percent coupon off or a thirty percent coupon off they're not using it people don't even
0: don't even click it they don't even see it they're they're they focus yeah
1: now the the digital coupon they certainly see you know and and that that's different that's I believe the stat was sixty six percent of people will click on that and so you it's still not costing you you're saving 33%. You know, 33% of the people are giving you full pop. Yeah. So that's, a, that's another thing that I like. And one of the things that uh, is a must is an absolute must. And if you're not doing it right now, uh, it's too bad because you can save money and you can drive new traffic. And that is taking advantage of Amazon's referral program, which is going to mm-hmm, save mm-hmm. you some money. Take that money invested into your uh, whatever ads that you're doing it could even be in Google which will come back and they'll love you because your Google business profile will be associated with your AdWords account but um, you can you can use that save some money and also build up
0: okay Cool. Well, you, you've been giving us lots of tips and strategies here. So it's always great to have you, Norma. I'm sure you're leaving people hungry for more. So how can <laughs> they find you on the interwebs out there if they want to, you know, see your content and, and these uh, these nuggets that you give out all the time?
1: Well, uh, probably two ways. There is Lunch With Norm, uh, the podcast. And uh, that is, if you want to get a hold of me that way, is just n at lunchwithnorm.com. But uh, probably easier if they want to uh, check out Private Label Legion, it's just norm at privatelabellegion.com
0: Love it, love it. Now you're going to be at Prosper uh, in in a couple of weeks. One
1: hundred percent.
0: Awesome. All right, guys. Um, if you want to meet Norm in person, make sure to come to our Helium Ten social. It's going to be, I believe, in like the thirteenth or fourteenth. Um, to get more information on how to get a ticket there. Uh, so you can you can you can see how that beard oil is working on Norm's uh, famous beard. <laughs> uh, go to h10.me forward slash prosper2022. H10.me forward slash prosper2022. It'd be great to meet you in person there, and and, and for Norm to meet you uh, as well. And you can maybe also meet you know the Sugar Ray lead singer there, Mark McGrath, who'll be performing live at that uh, party. So uh, Norm, thanks so much for joining us, and and. Let's see let's see if you'll be the one of the first to ever make it to four appearances on the podcast Ooh. you know sometime Ooh. sometime next year. So thanks a lot for joining us and we'll we'll see you in a couple weeks in, in Vegas. All right.
1: Thanks for having me.